Hi, and welcome to the Virtually Yours podcast, Outsourcing Mysteries Exposed, the no BS hustle-free podcast for business owners who outsource or provide outsourcing services. I'm your host, Rosie Shiloh, virtual assistant advocate and owner of Virtually Yours, the virtual assistant network. Let's get started. Hey everyone and welcome to today's episode of Outsourcing Mysteries Exposed where I've got Alana Joins here from Exposure. Welcome Alana. Thank you for having me. Hi everyone. (laughs) It's great to have you here. I know I reached out to see if you were willing to have a a chat to us about um, one of your areas. You've got quite a number of areas of expertise and one of them is around um, social media and using that in your business as part of your marketing strategy. Yes. Um, And so today I was hoping we could have a little bit of a chat around the six key foundations that you reckon every business owner should know. So yes, thank you for coming along. That's all right. Excellent. So tell us a little bit about your business first before we get started. Okay. So my business is Exposure and we essentially help business owners get decent exposure through effective social media marketing and also their website as well. So we offer website design and SEO. Uh, But it's really helping them implement the right foundations so that they can achieve sustainable exposure rather than just, you know, a lot of people are very good at getting quick um, traction and then it dies off or it's it's not consistent and then their business suffers. So it's it's a long-term approach. Nice. And um, yeah, it's it's focusing on the key areas rather than everywhere. Yeah, yeah, excellent. So, so what um what brought you into this kind of work? Like, why 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 are you doing it? I've always wanted to work with businesses. So I first actually um, straight out of high school, I studied accounting because I thought I can work with businesses that way. But it was very um. Uh, very within the rules and not creative. So uh, funnily enough, while I was there, um, a business owner said to me, you're really good on social media. Can you help me with my marketing? And so I sort of took that as, as a pro bono opportunity, loved it, and then from there jumped across into marketing and obviously spent a few years learning um, both through experience and, and training as well. Yeah. And now I just love it. So, yeah, it's great to be able to do what you're passionate about. Yeah, and you can tell that you're passionate about it. Yeah. You always get so excited about it, which is beautiful. Yes. All right, so don't leave us in suspense. What are these six key things that we need to know? So the first one is branding. And a lot of people make the mistake of thinking that branding is your logo and your design. So they get their logo done and then they have their colours scheme and they think, perfect, now I'll just put this everywhere. Uh, but what they fail to think about often is the other important elements of your brand, which are knowing your mission. So why you're actually doing what you're doing, Mm -hmm. uh, your values that are driving your business so that you can make sure that they are portrayed through even content as well as how you are. And it's also personal branding as well. So how are you appearing in your business through videos, when you're interacting with people and even online, like through email marketing, um, are you responding quickly? All of those sorts of things are really important. Mm-hmm. And it's also really important in terms of design. Another thing that I see done a lot is people don't get the right 
templates for their social media done from the start. So they will put ad hoc pictures everywhere and then they're missing branding opportunities as well. So it's making sure that it's all ready and it's all together and on the same page because that's what helps you build your business really quickly. Yeah. I mean, branding is all about consistency, isn't it? And easing people's uncertainty around who it is, what you stand for and what you're, you know, what you're able to help them with. Yeah, it is. And, And it can break trust straight away as well, because like I've seen people who promote themselves online as helping people Um, create work-life balance and only work a few hours and build their business but then they come on to do a live video and they look half dead and they've got massive bags under their eyes and it's like you clearly there's there's something wrong with this picture so straight away it's just like I'm not dealing with you so it's it's those sorts of things that unfortunately some people don't think about yeah yeah Yeah, we're all kind of going hang on a second wait a minute yeah this is not right I love that it yeah. is yeah, the consistency and actually practicing what you preach and, and it is, yeah living living your message yeah it is definitely yeah. um and number two is mindset and it's it's very much goal setting as well so I, I put the two together because I think a lot of business owners struggle with actually breaking it down and focusing on key things and the, which is obviously then they're trying to do too much and they're spread a bit thin. And with marketing, it's not necessarily their fault because you've got the people out there who are have big companies who are saying you must be producing hundreds of pieces of content a day and they're making it sound like you should be everywhere. Uh, so I think that's more a misconception due to the, the industry and what's out there rather than their fault necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, and in also in terms of mindset, it's really just being there like knowing that you it's a process like some days you'll doubt yourself more than others but it's no reason to to kind of stop or hide or the only way through it is to really get you know just keep going with whether it's with support so we have quite a few clients who uh do coaching with me and i obviously get them started if they hate video or you know any of the other things that people don't like but it's really just keeping on going because that's really the only way to to keep on getting through it as well. Yeah, I find that what I tend to say to myself is that on the days that I show up, I get a lot more done, I get a lot more uh, reach and I impact a lot more people. And I can choose to not show up every day. I can just, you know, do you know what I mean by show up? Like just actually being present and getting out there and doing what you need to do. And there's going to be days where I'm like, I'm not showing up, but I've got to understand that there's a cost for that and work out the pros and cons. So some days I'm not going to show up and I'm okay with that, but I know that that is going to be so that I can be having my time off or whatever it might be. But my business needs me to consistently show up. And, And yeah, and so you've got to work out that happy medium there. I think that to me has made it so that I feel like on my days when I'm working, I feel more accomplished and like they're an effective day because yes. I choose to show up and then I allow myself to have my own time in on the other you know on the other areas and so I'm not kind of half showing up and half not showing up every day and exhausting myself in the process yes. yeah. yeah so but yeah, if I, if I show up yeah sorry go yeah, and the other thing is women, we're naturally hard on ourselves. Like every woman that I've ever known in business, and I know I used to do this a lot, I've had to learn it as well, 
but we're naturally uh, we tend to be critical of ourselves more than what we need to be so I know for me I had to learn that I had to actually focus on what I'd actually done a lot more than what I hadn't done because that was a bit of a that was something that I had to learn yeah Oh, I think everyone does. We're very, very good at finding the problem and not yes. celebrating the wins and celebrating the things that we are doing well. And, yeah. Yeah, and that can just really drain you. It's it's tough gig running a business. So it is, focusing yeah. on the negative, it's, yeah, not ideal. Yeah. So mindset, and, yes. Yes, and the third one is knowing your target audience. Uh, my um, theory on this is that it actually needs to be that you understand the problems that your ideal target is likely to be looking for, especially because we predominantly work with service-based businesses, I find that a lot of them are trying to focus on a specific uh, industry or even demographics, but a lot of the time that doesn't work. Like for me, I've dealt with business owners who are early 20s and I've dealt with business owners who are late 50s. Uh, So if I went by demographics, I would have missed um, some of them. So it's really knowing... The key pain points, if there are specific industries, then working out how to language appropriately to them rather than just um, using the industry as a term because I see that done a lot as well where people, if they sort of don't really know who they're aiming for, they'll just try and throw out, you know, like I work with um, beauty therapists or it's it's kind of misused a little bit. Yeah, yeah, instead of talking about what the problems the beauty therapists are facing and need yeah. solved. You don't need to say, I work with beauty therapists. You would be saying, I solve this problem. And the beauty therapist would go, well, that's me. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Or you're addressing the pain points. Mm. And that's sort of an ongoing thing as well. Like a lot of my clients, we, um, we build them out like a big um, map for their target audience. And as they're working through the week they write down any questions they get asked or anything that's relevant to those specific areas so they end up with a massive nearly like the biggest one we've had is over 30 pages um, because she had a lot of different targets but they have something that they can always make sure that their content is aiming at so it's not random it's always okay well that's that specific issue and that's for that one and then you make sure you're addressing them all as well so you're not missing anything Mm -hmm. yep Excellent. Yes. Um, And the fourth one is creating content. So this approach is one that I think it definitely needs to be personalised for the business. A lot of people try and have these these templates and, um, you know, generic things out there, but I think it definitely needs to be working out where is your target, how do they like to be spoken to, and what specifically is going to work for them. And then creating it all. And part of this is also considering all of the different options available in terms of whether it's going to be videos, whether you're using YouTube, email marketing, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, um, you know, whether you're going to be have your own Facebook group or just post in other groups, and if so, which ones. So it's working out all of the different ways that you're going to produce content mm. and how, how to do it. Nice. Excellent. And, and that's an area where people kind of tend to jump in without really knowing who it is that they're trying to reach a lot of the time. Yeah. So their work is, can often be quite generic and it's a lot of effort to go, you know, going into doing content. So yeah. understanding yes. that earlier point about, you know, who it is you're targeting, what the pain points are that you're trying to, to um, ease 
all of that content, you won't know which, which of those platforms, you won't know which, you know, type of media, as you said, you know, whether it's video, podcasts, um, blogs, social media posts, newsletters, what they're going to respond best to until you understand, you know, those pain points and the, the people that commonly have them. Yeah, that's so true. And I think it's also knowing which ones you're using and then using them properly. Because the other thing that I see as well is if, if people don't know their target properly, they do, it's very generic. Mm. If they know it, but they're trying to spread themselves too thin and they have half done content everywhere and it's just not going to stand out. Like there's that much produced all the time. Uh, I call it, there's an avalanche of average content. That's what I call it. And there is, it's, it's everywhere, every day. You see it all the time. So the only way to stand out is really do things properly and obviously the branding side comes into that massively as well because naturally they'll choose you over someone else if they can tell that you're more passionate and that you actually stand for certain things as well. Yeah, completely agree with that. Yeah, yes. you can have, I love that, avalanche of average. You can, have, you can have, you know, 50 blog posts that are not, you know, making anyone feel anything. Yeah, sitting there gathering dust, but you have one post where you make someone feel something and you put effort into that and you put it in the right places and that's going to make a massive difference, just that one piece. Yeah, so, it sure does. Yeah, yeah. and that's exciting. Yeah. Yes, uh, and which leads us on to number five, which is the platform plan. So that's looking at which social media platforms. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, the biggest mistake that I see is they try and use way too many yeah. And they don't use them properly. And so we, with clients, we work with Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn. Generally, I start, uh, if they're not really confident with using them all, then I will say two and then we work from there. Uh, but it really is important to know which ones are going to be the most effective for, for the ideal target and then look at where they're hanging out and that will help massively as well. Just and then... A little, sorry, a little, little side question. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts on Instagram at the moment? Because I've, um, I actually quite liked the concept of them removing the, the like counts. Um, but then at the same time, I don't know if this is correlated with that or not. I've kind of struggled to maintain interest in Instagram of late because I use LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram, the ones you're talking yep. about. Yep. Um, and then I just kind of, I, I struggle to look at how Instagram um, you know, connects as well as your Facebook can or, or has the impact that LinkedIn can have? Yeah, so I find uh, for me, for my business, like Instagram's good, but I, my favourites are, I shouldn't have a favourite, but I do. Uh, LinkedIn, <laughs> LinkedIn definitely is my, I love it, and Facebook, they're both really good. Instagram is sort of growing and changing, but it's a very, it's, it's a platform that I believe is very good for certain industries and for others, not so much. So yeah. I find, you know, like beauty, healthcare, um, uh, even tradies, it can be really good for as well. Yeah. Uh, but And creatives. Yeah, creatives, um, you know, copywriters. Mm. Any, It can be really good, but they have to be the target audience has to be interested in that creative side and a lot of images to be even on there. So mm. I think that's kind of a mis. People just assume that everyone's on there, but they may not be. Um, it's yeah. the same with LinkedIn. If people don't 
like sophisticated content and they're probably not going to be on there. But me personally, that's what I love about it because I can read and learn a lot while I'm there uh, hanging out where Instagram, that takes a bit more time. It's a bit harder. So I get frustrated sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they both have their place, but it definitely, that's where people really need to look at specifically who their target is and are they actually going to be there? Cause I see so many businesses spending hours on platforms that their target's not even going to be on and they're just wasting their time. Yeah, and you think, oh, I've got to be on it because so-and-so's on it and blah, blah, blah. And so for me lately, yeah, I've been thinking, do I need to be on this platform? Like I've really got to evaluate whether my time is, um, yes. you know, worth spending, figuring out what images to use and what hashtags to use and figuring out what people want to hear. I'm so much better and more competent on Facebook. Yes. Um, that's an area where I really feel I can connect with people. LinkedIn I'm working on. Um, yeah. But Instagram, I feel like it's more, you know, for me, it's it doesn't feel like the space that I need for my business. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah and, but it can be quite hard to, to let these things go, can't it? It can, yeah, it can. And um, and I I find that, yeah, it depends as well because I find with Instagram at the moment it needs a fair bit of engagement mm. to actually get decent traction so it, it takes effort like it as a platform it does take a little bit of work so that's another thing that people need to if, if they're not going to hang out there ever and just going to schedule stuff then it will be pretty hard mm. yeah, yeah I just find it really hard to get any kind of traction and um, conversation started and anything like that and yeah for your business I would say Facebook and LinkedIn would be really like I would be maximizing those and yeah. have Instagram kind of as the once there, yeah, yeah, so the, oh. <laughs> just over there, yeah, yeah, excellent. Oh, that's good. All right, what's number six? Number six is analytics and management. So it's really important to track the appropriate metrics to grow your business properly. And so, as an example for this, with Facebook, a lot of um, marketers who are perhaps starting out or perhaps haven't learned everything that they possibly will down the track, uh, they will focus on reach and alone and, and metrics that are surface level, which can essentially trick a business owner into thinking that things are working when they're actually not, mm -hmm. which is really bad. So I look at metrics like on Facebook, we look at conversion divided by reach times a hundred. So that tells us out of a post, that has achieved really good reach, how many are actually coming through. And that's a really good percentage to have because it, it can really enable you to track what's working and what's not. And obviously in terms of conversion, which is very powerful. The other thing that's really important is Google Analytics and that being set up properly on the website. And I find that is a massive gap that I see with business. A lot of business owners who come to us, it's just not set up properly. So they can't tell whether traffic's coming organically from Google or from social media or what's happening. And again, that that's, it's very what, hard. Do they, do, they, do they even look at it? Like I always forget to look at it. <laughs> no, that, well, a lot of the, our management clients don't because we just give them reports but um, and let, let them know where things are at. But yeah, a lot of people don't, but it is, it kind of, shocks me in a way because it, especially if they're doing all the content themselves, they're usually putting a fair bit of time into it and if they're not even tracking it, they could be completely wasting their time every week, which is 
not good. That's going to hurt their business a lot. So it's a bit of a, it's a thing that if they don't really like looking at it, they probably should because um, <laughs> it will help. And, oh, you hate that. Yeah, I know. Um, but, but it can be exciting. Like I, um, and it can help with the doubts. If people are doubting themselves, it can really help as well because we had a client who was kind of a little bit, they, they said to me, I don't really know whether this live video is, you know, all of these live videos are working and we've done quite a few. And we went into their stats and we had a look uh, over one particular week. They were a bit, I said to me, oh, I don't really know if that week was as good. Well, it had increased by nearly 3,000%, um, the engagement. Ooh. And so I said to them, it's it's definitely working. And they looked at that and went, okay, we're doing them next week. Let's keep going. <laughs> so it can help with that that doubt and, uh, you know, if they're a little bit fearful, it helps overcome that as well. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yes. All right. You've just sold that off. Yeah. I've got to do a bit more of that. <laughs> Yeah, because um, we often, you know, it can be very easy to just think, okay, well, business is coming in and I've got, you know, my income is increasing, then everything's working. But if you, you could be leveraging your time so much better if you know exactly which bits are actually having the most impact. And, you know, even for me, it's so easy to forget to just check in and look at the different, because there's a lot of touch points that people can find yes. you through. And, you know, which ones are working, which ones aren't. And if you can just get rid of the ones that aren't working and really focus on the ones that are, that's where you start to really scale and leverage your business. Yeah, and that's important. And it's like what you said before with the Instagram. Like I know for me um, personally, if if something's working more than something else, then I'll, I've got no problem dropping what's – like I just will focus on the key things. But, yeah, a lot of business owners won't do that. They kind of – think, oh, well, I should have this and I should have that. And so they keep going, but it nearly burns them out because you can't be everywhere uh, at once. Unless you've got a team, then you can. But when you're sort of doing it yourself or you've got one or two staff members, it's a little bit different. Yeah, that's right. And you want to get your return on investment. You want to be making a big, you know, a good impact for the time that you've got. And most of us that, you know, that are listening or that are doing this sort of work, uh, you know, trying to raise families as well. Yes. So our yes. time is so, so valuable. And to be spending it in areas that aren't having the impact that other areas are seems kind of crazy. Yeah, it does. And it's, it's also having, I think, having people um, who will work with you that will, like for us, we're always aiming to educate and empower people. They're our two main things that we're most passionate about. Because I always want business owners to understand, even if they're working with us, I want them to understand exactly what's going on. So they learn in the process and they always have an understanding of where things are at and how it works so that they're never left in the dark and yeah. sort of with no idea. But I think that's really important as well. Even if they are hiring someone, make sure that they're teaching them yeah. and can give them you know, insight into what's actually happening because that sort of brings out some of the, uh, you can tend to notice who doesn't know what they're doing by answering a lot of questions, uh, yeah. you know, having questions answered by them and asking a lot as well. Empowering them is, is you know, only going to provide more opportunities, isn't it? Yeah, so, that's it. You know, and yes. stop them from making stupid decisions if they yeah. know what, you know, what the processes are and what could be achieved. Um, and empowering, as you said, them with that, educating them with that. They're such great objectives. And that sounds really simple, but I don't think a lot of people have that at the forefront, 
you know, of their thinking when they're working with clients, that those are two such valuable, um, you know, deliverables really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. It that's is true. Right. And um, I do have a guide that is um, that people, I'll actually give it to you and we can distribute it out to people as well. But it's how to tell whether your marketing is working if you're managing it yourself. And it's got questions that people can just go through and answer it in their own time. Uh, but that's, that's a really cool tool as well, just to give them an idea of where the gaps might be and what they need to look at. Oh, I need that now. I need yeah. it now. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, we, if we could um, yeah, give a, them a link to that, that would be yes. absolutely fantastic. Yes. Those are great um, foundations, very important. And I agree, everyone should know those. And I think it's important to keep coming back to them because um, you can be in business for many, many years and some of them just fall out of your head and you forget yeah. you need to check in on this stuff. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah, so it's handy having people like you there reminding us. Thank you so much for sharing that. Do you have any other gems that you want to share? Or No worries. Where, where can people come and find you for more information? Yep, so they can head to our website, which is www.exposure.com.au mm-hmm. or find us on Facebook, Instagram or LinkedIn myself personally, which is Alana Joins. Yep, and we'll pop those links into our show yes, notes as well. We will. That was fantastic. Thank you so much for your time. And you've got me thinking now. And I love a session where it gets me invigorated to start looking at my analytics and thinking about where I'm spending my time. So I really appreciate that. And hopefully our audience is feeling exactly the same way. So, yes, much appreciated. No problem. Thank you. Thanks, everyone, for listening today. Obviously, there's someone at my front door, so I've got to go, but we will see you soon in our next episode of Outsourcing Mysteries Exposed. See you later. Hey, hey, hey. Thank you for listening to the Virtually Yours podcast, Outsourcing Mysteries Exposed. Between now and our next session, I know you're going to be hanging out to take some action on outsourcing in your business. So head on over to virtuallyyours.com.au and you can download some information there about the best ways to outsource for business growth. If you're a virtual assistant, make sure you join us. We have an amazing virtual assistant community at Virtually Yours, Aussie VAs connecting and helping each other grow. Have a fantastic day and I'll see you at the next podcast.